Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review. The Walking Dead, the season seven finale. This is going to be Joe's thoughts on this. I'm probably not even going to talk too much. No, you're going to have to. You're going to have to bring me through it because... Uh... I'm gonna have to do some something here, but everyone, welcome to the podcast. You got your notes still? Uh, I don't know if I have the notes in general, but I know what a couple things we're gonna have to ask. We're gonna have to ask you about, oh and we'll God. definitely go into the live okay, chat. Let me get my beer open here. Okay, let's do this stuff. We got the walking David who is recovering from some strep throat in the live motherfucking chat. David, we hope you're feeling good. Hey, WD. But if this is your first time joining us, please jump into the live motherfucking chat right now. Share your thoughts about the season 7 finale of The Walking Dead. Any questions you might have for Joe. We have a voicemail line open at 781-990-8509. Also a text line open at that same number, 781-990-8509. You can jump in the Discord group and message me privately. You can also call in at our special call-in line if you're interested in doing something like that at 213 213- 943-3802. Again, that's 213-943-3802. And we're going to be talking again about The Walking Dead season finale. This isn't going to be a full recap or anything like that. We're just going to ask Joe about a couple of moments, what he thought about the episode, how high he is on this episode. He's psyched. He couldn't wait to come over and talk about this. Look at him. He looks like a deer in the headlights. We don't even look like we're in the same place. I'm in the foreground. He's in the background. It's some fucking crazy shit. It's weird we're in the same place. It's awkward. Holy shit. The fucking chat is going crazy light. Last crazy chat. Crazy chat. We got Brooke Blackman, Caitlin Brown, Sugar, The Walking David, Cheekiest, Lucas, Melissa. Great to see all of you guys, and thank you everyone that joined me last night for that Prison Break stream. That was a lot of fun, but let's get into this. Let's not waste any time. This isn't going to be a, a long podcast of, of such. It's going to be probably short. There's not. I don't think Joe really has too much to say here. This could literally be the shortest stream we've ever done, where we could be like, Joe, what I, you- I could sum it up in, in two words. However, it wouldn't do justice... Um, to my full feelings about the episode, oh. just you know, like if 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 the, if if you took like a zero to ten, yeah, you know, and zero being you know it's a it's a flop, it's shit, it would be somewhere on that side. But it had its moments as far as I was interesting. Concerned. So you think it was it was on the lower side? Where would you? Oh fuck yeah! Where would you rank it in terms of Walking Dead finales? Do you think it's the worst one? God, can I say that last season's was worse? Just because of just because of the blue ballsness of it all? Uh, not even the blue balls of it. Like it was just, it sucked. Like it, it like no. This would be the second to second to last season's was the worst. And and a couple of people are saying you said five asshole. What are you doing? Sorry, everybody. We just wanted to get on as quickly as possible before before we had the discussion before we went on the air. Hey, Sin Miller, first guy I'm in the live chat. I'm three hours behind, caught you guys at the right time. Sin Miller, it is amazing to see you. You fucking great to have you in the live motherfucking chat. Welcome. People in there are super fucking friendly. Okay. So we, we're going to talk about a couple of big points in this episode. We're going to talk. Big points. We're going to talk about, just to kind of remind Joe of what's going on, the main issues I want to hear Joe's opinion on is the Sasha dream sequence <sighs> stuff. <laughs> okay, wait. How do I feel about dream sequences in general, Phil? You don't like them in general, but when they're done well, you can appreciate them Do you them believe they that this was done well? In to your opinion, as far as, okay, for someone who does like dream th- yes, shit. Yes, yes. Which is you, not mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you feel that this was dream shit done well? Okay. This is what I said to David the other night, and and David David kind of agreed too. I feel like it was the device that they used was done well, 
but they did it too much in the episode. Well, because you know had, that immediately from the first shot, she killed right, herself, she, right? Possibly. Oh, yeah, come on, possibly. Okay, like, yes. That was like her moment of euphoric let go. But no, my point is... I don't have to the, worry the, anymore. If they had held off on that, started the show with just a look in her eyes, and then come back to it later in the episode, maybe once you have one flashback towards the end, right before the Negan reveal moment, which I thought was done really well, when Negan opens the coffin and, and zombie Sash goes, ah, I thought that was a good visual Walking Dead thing. You know, like if it was in a better episode, you'd be like, oh, that looked really cool. I thought Sasha looked cool as a zombie and stuff. But <coughs> I, yeah, they, you can't ever have a problem with the, with mostly ever have a problem with the effects that they, or the makeup and the costuming that they use for the zombies. They do a great job with that. There's no doubt about that. They do a great job turning our main characters into that. Uh, I've never had a problem with that. And this, it, yeah, Sasha looked great as a zombie. So, I, I mean, I think I liked the idea of what she did in the episode. The taking the taking the poison, putting herself, the concept of, I think. Sure. She killed herself. She had been flirting with that idea seasons ago. So she finally did it. She, like, she went on a suicide mission and ultimately just committed suicide. Now, what do you think of the device of of the way they use the dream sequences to flashback and see horrible. Abraham. I thought it was horrible. Was horrible, horrible. I mean, like, my whole thing is, like, I thought, I liked seeing Abraham. I can't say that I didn't like, that was one of the things that I liked. Like, if you're gonna make this a dream sequence, there was no Tyree, her brother, no. Yeah, that's what I, that's what we were saying. Why was it, why did we not see any Tyrese? That's uh, kind of weird. None of the other people that... Bob, that, no Bob. No Bob. No Bob. Right, because... She, Wait, she was with Bob, right? Was that her that was with Bob? Yes, yes. Her and Bob, uh, her and Bob were a lot closer than her and Abraham. Than were. her and Abraham, right, way, way right. closer, way closer. And I'm pretty sure she was closer to like, her brother. And then, like, and like he, she takes the sea glass, and even Rosita's like, "Dude, I made that shit," and she's like. And I joked, what is Rosita? When Rosita dies next season, are we going to get a Rosita flashback? And, uh, okay, like, let's get this. How, okay, no, finish your thoughts. I, I was going to say uh, one thing I thought was a little weird, like. She's her sitting on the bench with Maggie. That what the fuck was that? That was now, the worst part of it. No, that's what I was thinking. And Katie had said something like, "No, well, here's the thing, you don't know how the death of someone is gonna is going to, uh, or when I guess how how you're gonna react when someone dies. Fair, and how close that person was to you or what they meant to you. Really, you might not understand yourself even until they pass away." And I thought, okay, great. But then as I was thinking, it took me a day to think of this. Uh, what <laughs> What about... <laughs> Joe does have man chops. Man chops and a trucker stash. Uh, but this was her killing herself. And so she is having this dream. So she is feeling like she was super close to Maggie. So she's believing she's sitting on a thing... With you know the save the Maggie save the world thing. Yeah, I I like think... I, I like I never thought they were that close. I never thought they had a thing. She didn't even tell Maggie about the fucking tunnel she dug. You know, if, you, if we need a fast escape, Maggie, thanks for telling me to build a tunnel. Now I'll know to get to it and get out and not tell you about it. Phil's, <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck was so... My, my response to that scene with Maggie and Sasha was, what the fuck was that? That was my reaction to that. PSA in the chat moving too fast. Oh, definitely Iron Throne. Thank you. Uh, Broke Blackman says, well, who was Sasha hanging around with most in Hilltop? Maggie. No, wait, it was Gregory. So and No, wait, it was uh, the girl. What's her name? Oh, Enid. Enid. It was Enid. Enid. She almost every scene with her was, you know, either 
with Enid to start, then Maggie comes in, or Maggie leaves and finishes with her and Enid. It like should it was, have been, Enid was in all almost all those scenes. It should like, have been Enid on the bench. She should have been sitting with Enid on the bench saying JSS. You know, just so, like, or j just JDS. Just die somehow. Like, I, I don't know what it should have been. It just shouldn't have been dream sequency. Like, the 20 minutes that the dream sequence shit took up was was crap as far as I'm concerned. I don't see why, like, as an audience, this was just like a, okay, everybody, you get to say goodbye to Sasha, a beloved character who I never saw as being beloved until maybe they got to Alexandria. And then, like, it kind of took a left turn, especially with the whole, like, you know, only one of us gets to go on this suicide. Locking Rosita out of the gate, like, that's, that whole stupidity, getting herself caught. Well, okay. Not, not, not... You know, you went on a suicide mission, but somehow you're caught and not dead. So so you mentioned her. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to Sasha in the dream sequence a little bit later. But you mentioned Rosita, who this is this is one of my Joe issues. We get to that awesome action scene at the end of the whole episode where the, all the, the Yoda people, they start turning on the, uh, the Alexandrians. And then at one point in time, uh, Rosita gets a gunshot to the chest, right? Oh, she gets winged or... No, she got shot in the chest. Rick got shot in the side. Yeah, and she, then he, oh, she wants to bet him. And then he's running. <laughs> oh, she wants to bet him bet him later. Remember, she was like, yeah. I bet after him. I take him to bed after you. And then Michonne, Michonne uh, get brain damage, you think, uh, after after that ass kicking? Mm, no. No, just a regular just walk a, into that's that. A, she took a beating. That woman was strong that she was fighting with. But, like, I don't know, the creepy smile and shit, the, like, the, like, I'm going to double-cross you smile. Michonne's never seen that. Jesus, I, I want to play poker with these fucking people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now, you said that there were some parts of this episode that you liked. What did you like about the episode? I liked the action. Yeah, the action was fun. Like, the actual gunfight, except until, like, there's a gunfight going on, and there's a gunfight going on, and then all of a sudden there is no gunfight going on, and Rick and Carl are on their knees. <laughs> they got they got captured by uh... um okay Rick like down we can we can blah blah and then so she shoots him and kicks him off the fucking thing or or I I don't okay I'll climb down then what you're gonna climb down after me great gonna shoot you real fucking quick when when that happens like <laughs> like why didn't like nothing you're a foot away from her she yes yeah, she's got a gun on you but like. Everybody else started shooting. You're just fucking standing there, Rick, just watching everybody. And he's standing there like this. I mentioned in, this, in the recap, he has this very awkward stance about him, too. He's standing there like this. He froze. He completely fucking froze. Oh, whoa. Like, he starts so doing the robot. I know, he starts doing the robot. He's like, what are you doing? I am just a robot. Like, if you don't fight in that situation, Rick, your options are you're about to get captured and then beaten to death by, by Negan, or this woman's going to shoot you any like I just don't understand any of like everybody else started fighting everybody else had guns drawn down on them Rick just stands there he completely fucking freezes Carl was the one who ultimately set the whole thing off Carl was my favorite part and of how episode. did he get taken like they, all they of a sudden he's just on his fucking they, knees they never they never show how Carl gets taken but all they show of Carl is when zombie Sasha breaks out he's the first one to fire a gun he's the first one to be like Oh, we have an opportunity here. So he didn't freak out, and when he had the opportunity, I got to give Carl credit. Uh, in that moment, that he, was that he was, was the, the first. I, he was I, the first one to kind of go yep. into action. 
Let's yep. jump. Let's jump into the live motherfucking chat here for a second. We got oh hello Harvanda. Brooke Backman says before she arrived, Sasha and Maggie because Sasha brought her to Hilltop after the death of Glenn. Well, again they meet Aaron just sitting her and Maggie in the log. Says Tim. Sin says well remember Sasha and Maggie had both lost siblings in season five, so I guess they had a moment after their lovers died, right? Kind of a flashback moment that we didn't see <laughs> that they that they just kind of threw in there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Echo says dreams are delusions, so appointing meaning to them is just a typical Hollywood cop out for bad writing. Cor and and that's exactly how I feel about almost every fucking dream sequence I've ever seen, uh, right down to you know Sopranos did it well. I guess, but still, ultimately, I hate every single one of Tony's fucking fever dreams or gunshot dreams or or uh, Christopher's I'm dying dreams or Polly's I'm dying. Like, it just, to me, it's all just, it's a waste of an episode. It's it's writers and, and uh, directors deciding we're going to give uh, our, everybody an opportunity to really show their artistic side or some yeah. shit or show what we can do that's beyond just the story. See, the, and I hate that. I want the story. I, I will go I'll shit. go the other direction a little bit. What I like about them is when they're used as ways for writers and directors just to have fun and kind of go outside the norm of what they usually do and flex like in an episode that when an episode like in Buffy or in Scrubs when they do the musical episode when it's completely outside the norm of what the show usually does and then they take a moment to go let's write a ridiculous episode here that's why I don't mind it in the Sopranos when they do it because I think the Sopranos does it well it's not done for a higher meaning sometimes it's just it done what, for shock value for visual purposes. when I say they do it well there's only really one dream sequence episode that I think ends up being well and and Rightly was that the big, the big pussy one? The big pussy dream yeah. sequence. There's other dream sequences. I, I don't know if it's the same. I can't remember if it's the same, but there's uh, he has another dream sequence involving the doctor and the and the chick. No, that's a that's a different one. That's a different one, right. Or and I think he... that Dr. Comissaro's yeah. like live-in Italian yeah. chick. Like, that's horrible. Th that's different, but that's... No, that ends up being a hallucination... Oh, let's not get this. Right. That ends up being a hallucination right. that he's having because he's taking a bad mix of Prozac and But still, and it's dream whatever. sequence. Yeah. It's dream. Essentially, it's, it's your Hollywood dream sequence shit. So, and I think... There's no exception here that it was done well. I, I, I really, I think it was horrible. I think that it's a waste of time. We didn't need, we already had gone through all these feelings of, of Sasha's about, you know, giving up or, yes, this wasn't about giving up. This was about preventing her from being used against her people. But like, so if that's the case, why weren't you already dead? Why did you have to get up and get in the coffin? Like... Really, you, you like he explained the plan, and you thought, "Oh, this would be better." You waited all that time to hear some sort of fucking plan. What if his plan was just to shoot you in the fucking head? Period. Like, it just, it, it makes no sense. It makes so, no sense. Like, why didn't she pick up the fucking knife and go through with her suicide mission? Connect, connect that. That's a good question. Connect that to what do you think of Negan's plan? The. I, I, <laughs> what do you let think me go talk to them for another 20 minutes about how psychotic I am and how scary I mean god damn every like I I don't know what's this episode what's the season count in episodes uh, 16 16, 16, 16. Episodes. we have I at least what uh, he's not in every episode Joe. I was gonna say what 13 13 episodes with 20 minutes of Negan spouting the same exact fucking 
bullshit. He was so interesting. And you didn't it's, like. It's like, literally <laughs> almost eight hours. If you watched this, if you watched this, and this is why the comic books go so much better. He comes off so much better in the comic books because you can read them all. If you're going to read them all at once, you can read them all. At <laughs> you can read them all at once in two hours, right? If you're going to watch and stream this, you're going to get eight hours, eight hours of Negan talking. Now, when I say you can read all the comics, that's everything. That's everything that, he, that, that Kirkman put on paper in two hours from the point that Negan exists and, and then at the end of, or to wherever the comic book is now. Two hours, that's every part of the story. In TV land, you have 16 hours of television that you're going to have to watch through, which actually take the commercials out. You're talking about 14 hours, 13 hours, right? And then of that 13 hours, you're going to have seven hours of Negan talking and talking the same diarrhea bullshit out of his mouth to three of the same exact fucking people. And when it's not Negan doing it, you get fucking uh, Trevor, Trevor, yeah, Trevor or or the other guy. Uh, oh, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the dude, yeah, what do you call it? Gre Gregory, maybe? Gregory or, or Dwight, Gregory? maybe. Dwight. Right, Gregory, Gre not Gregory. Well, the... Guy that goes to see, see, uh, see, G, see, uh, see the kingdom, see the kingdom guys. Yeah, the I forgot what that right. dude's and name. That's is. seven hours of your life listening to <laughs> Negan say the same thing, and it just drags and it's boring, and it doesn't do anything to help the season. Is there any or, part of any part of Negan that you enjoy as a character? None, none, you, you none didn't like whatsoever. Him at, you didn't like him at all in this back half of the season. Um. There, I kind of uh, like him in this only, episode. There's only one. There's two two parts. I like some of his one-liners. I, I will give him. I will give him two parts. There's two a, times. There's a fucking tiger. That was kind of funny. No, it was. Uh, uh, the beach, tiger. Beach ball. I can't we'll get, get to I the can't. tiger. We'll get to the tiger. We'll get so, to the tiger. So the two the two parts that I I am not completely disgusted with Negan on screen is one he guts. Uh, the governor's son. Oh, uh, the, the not chick governor, son. Uh, fucking, what was his name? Mayor's, whatever son. Uh, Simon, not Simon. Not uh, Simon. You keep going. Uh, Spencer. Spencer. And then the second one is, we. he's not even on screen. We just hear him on the radio. The radio, okay. I also liked in this episode, the scene where he is talking to Sasha before she goes in the co the coffin. Because, oh, because no. Thanks for doing this. Oh, you're so do you know why, though? Be not Because he's not monologuing. He's actually having a conversation with someone. It's the first time in the entire season we've seen him go okay, okay. talk to somebody. And since since they have been so big on what happens off camera this season, i.e. her getting captured, uh, Rosita capturing Dwight, um, that kind of shit, right? Since they're so big on that, I'm going to go, and when that coffin door shuts after your moment that you're like, that was the one moment I like, you know what happened? He shut the door and went, fucking idiot. You believe that bitch just climbed into this fucking coffin? Oh my God, I can't wait to bash that chick's fucking head in. So, so I, like, that's that's exactly what he said when he closed the door. He wasn't like, oh man, that chick is awesome. It's what he said to the camera. No, I mean, come oh, on. Oh, we've got it in the live chat. Let's do it. One, two, three. It is the eye of the tiger. Now, Joe. Everything is heating up in the battle. The battle's reaching an epic level. Negan gets Rick and Carl into their place, sitting down there on their knees, getting ready. Who knows how they got there? They magically got there. He used he used an invisible no. he used an invisibility cloak, Petrianus or something like that. He used a spell. 
Uh, he had Snape fly in there and help him. But he got, the, they're and down nobody there. Nobody else, and I want to say this, and I want to say this. So they're all gathered around there, right? And yes, there are people standing behind him with guns, but nobody in Alexandria that is still up and running around with a gun on their own. They must have just been dead. Is shooting over there, is trying to like, so all of the Alexandrians are dead then. <laughs> no, no, they are in a second because of my point that I'm about to make and ask you about. So they're setting up in that point right there. They're all, there are some Alexandrians that are injured on the ground around Alexandria. Let's say they have a broken leg somewhere. Some, something. And there's dead people. And, and there's dead people around too who are going to be turning into zombies and, and killing those Alexandrians. But out of nowhere, saving Rick and Carl right at the right point, even though Negan does have a moment to go through with it after the tiger jumps through. The tiger jumps out of nowhere on command. This tiger is trained to only bite people that have leather coats on. It only has a taste for leather. The tiger is trained because he because he has a magic Vulcan mind meld with him. Why didn't it jump on Negan? Why didn't I it mean, jump on Rick? Well, or it's Carl. A, it's a fucking tiger. Or or. Any or any of the other good guys now, ever. Now, okay, let's in the battle. Why wasn't it eating an Alexandrian? Okay, let's accept. Let's, <laughs> like, let's 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 take a couple points, and you could shit on this later. But let's take a couple points. Let's let's accept that maybe uh, Ezekiel trained them to hate the saviors. Why didn't everybody Wait. start shooting the fucking tiger? Everybody just ran. Wait, tiger! Why kill the fucking tiger? Why wouldn't the tiger attack Maggie and crew? Because it's never met any of those people. When they all show up, when Jesus and Maggie and crew happen to just show up right on time too, uh, wouldn't the tiger be like, oh, new people too? How'd the tiger know to eat just the trash people and the saviors? Damn. Good. There's bleeding Good. Alexandrians around, Everyone. Joe. The blood is in the air. The tiger gets a taste for human blood. What's it going to do? Why does it stop? Like attacking everybody. It doesn't. It's still attacking people right I, now. Like, <laughs> I, I, like you can't. I, the only thing that I liked watching the tiger eat somebody's face. That's a great visual to see. That was the best the tigers looked all season. Visually, like, visually, the tiger I mean, looked that was pretty a, cool. Yeah, that was a great visual to see. It just shouldn't be a visual I saw in The Walking Dead. I, even in the comic books, the tiger thing comes off fucking... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It comes off ridic even more ridiculous in the show. I, it's the one thing I wish they had left out of the fucking show. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Chris, that tiger sees any child, any child <laughs> running past it in the street... And it's a, essentially, it's a mouse that it's going to go, like... <laughs> look, look at the live like, chat. Oh, my the God. Chat says, Even your cute little loving house cat wants to kill you. Dude, my house You'll wake up in the middle of the night and your house cat is, like, chewing on your neck. Right. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? That's a house cat that I feed every single day. It's, Chris, a, it's absolutely fucking Chrissy ridiculous. said, the oh, it makes of, sense. Of meat it eats. The tiger was trained. Yeah, Chrissy, exactly. And, because uh, the tiger knows who's good and bad, says Sindel. Right. It smells them. It's... <laughs> Maybe Shiva smells the bad guys, or maybe she, maybe King Ezekiel warmed into Shiva. These are all the only possible. It it, it made it's absolute. I mean, it, even in the this was, this was the one episode I was actually hoping and the praying. polar bear in Lost made more sense. Yes, it did. It does because scientifically they brought polar bears there from a different like it, there was a, just a, a reason something crashed that had a polar bear on it and it, it washed makes... up on shore just like them. Because do you know like... what? Every time they saw it, polar bear, it tried to act polar bear. It actually tried to kill them because like it, it makes sense. Just, it like it just makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, this was the one episode. This is the one time I was actually going, feeling as though I wanted the show to match what the books had done. And just the little bits that they changed. I mean, it pretty much ends uh, in a in a in a manner that the books kind of end in too. 
almost. It just I wish it had gone that one step and and actually take took everything that was in this opening segment of our awesome of our war. What do we got here? A youngling. The oldest brewery in America. <laughs> yep, okay. I have never had a youngling. But, uh... Sorry to interrupt your flow there, Jeff. Yeah, no, I, I just wish they had kept it uh, cardinal to the books. Yeah. In this in this episode. I don't usually mind the changes. I, I don't mind the, the small... Ch I do mind the small changes in Game of Thrones, but I, I, I'm, I'm over it. I haven't mind... Almost anything uh, that has happened on this show, yeah. but this I was really hoping. I really liked the way uh, it was done in the books. There's a, you know, differences are, of course, the garbage people don't even exist in the books. But okay, when, what are your opinion of the whole garbage people? I think situation? it's awful. I think it's absolutely fucking just trash. Like, like oh, you come across these people who took you hostage. They basically extort you to go find them weapons. They don't even go with you. That's their deal. You find us weapons, give us eighty percent of them, basically, and then, uh, and then we'll fight for you. After you arm us, you have n absolutely no reason to trust them. And after you got your weapons, you should have fucking started war with them or some shit. Like, uh, like you don't even take precautions that they're not working with you. It just seems very, very sketchy. Joe made a pun. Uh, show matches with books. Has Joe ever seen shit like The Flash or even Game of Thrones? Oh, dude, I, I, you don't even understand how many Flash comics I have. Yeah, I'm a huge Flash. But fan. you don't watch the show. You're I can't watch the show for that reason, though. Same similar part sort of, of reason. Part. The other part is I just can't do that. Like every week, there's a new. We got to go get this bad guy. I mean, maybe that was just all season one, but it was like time after time after time. <laughs> so someone says I don't know if it's YouTube or the fucking cat hey get off of there cat <laughs> I don't know if it's something's up with the stream or YouTube but it seems to be schizo robotic oh shit sorry about that there is going to be an audio version of this podcast I'm recording so if, and if there's any problems with the stream uh, definitely check that out afterwards sorry about that um, let's see Oh my god, emo trash people rolling up on those bicycles. Hey, See, no, and hey, your mom. Here's the thing about the bicycles. It was the first time I thought again. Well, no, okay, so it wasn't the first time, but there's why aren't why haven't we seen more bicycles? More of us on bike. Like fuel is probably the biggest resource, or I don't know how long it takes gas to break down. I've read conflicting things about this. Um, so maybe there's enough gas in tanks and at stations and everywhere where nobody ever has to worry about gasoline again. But I would imagine that shit's rare and hard to come across two and a half, three years later into this freaking apocalypse that it makes no sense to me why we haven't seen far more bicycles especially in this area where they've cleaned out the large part of walkers. Yes, it's not as safe as, say, a car that you're in a cage, but it's still a hell of a lot faster than walking anywhere. It's silent, so you don't have a car driving down the street so that when you are on your way back or, you know, you've drawn all the zombies towards the road. Joe's betting, petting a bad pussy. Oh, Honestly, we got a couple of Rick is just being stupid. Honestly, I blame Rick for being a dumbass. Right. He shouldn't like, have trusted these why strangers. Why would you? They've shown nothing. 
like not only do you, do they show you no evidence that you can trust them, they essentially hold your people hostage while you go pay a ransom as part of a deal. Like the deal is we're going to hold your people ransom until you come back with guns. And if you come back with guns and you give us those guns, which we don't have now, we will fight with you. And but we're, we're going to hold your people ransom and not let them go help you find guns or make sure you don't die on the way because if you die on the way, we're just going to kill them. Now, why would Negan set up a whole situation with these people, like like more of a friendship? Maybe they went to Negan. They went to Negan after Rick came to them. But again, more stuff that happens off screen that we... That, that we never saw. That we never see. Like, if, like so if you're going hey, to give, give us only stuff from our character's point of view then give us that stuff from our character's point of view. But, like, Gregory isn't necessarily one of our crew, and you give us stuff from, from his perspective, like the conversation he has with what's-his-name behind the scenes. Uh, with Trevor. With, uh, gas is rare. Why the hell did they drive those trash trucks? Trash, trash trucks. That was fucking ridiculous. This beer skunked. Uh, is it skunked? Yes. Uh, I just got it today. It's not skunked. You probably just don't like it. Uh, exactly, Joe. Uh, come on. The fuck, when did our group become that stupid? If they're going to be this dumb, then I'm Team Negan. Fucking... Like, as soon as they had all the guns and they're like, okay, we're going to let you people go, they basically should have just fucking killed the trash people. We don't do business with, with people who take... You're just as much a threat. You take. They keep saying it. Yeah. We take what we want. We take... And then, you know, like, okay, um, that's exactly what Negan does, and you're doing that to us. So I guess you're Negan, too. Makes sense to me. Uh, Sylvia said... They don't even, like, they... Yeah. They're not even... <laughs> none of them. None of them speak... Now, I want, oh. I, I want to extend this to you, Joe. How do you feel about, at the end of the episode, with everything that you said about Negan, at the end of the episode, it's opened up and disclosed that he has, what, like, a thousand guys under him that they showed uh, or something? There was at least a hundred guys out in that That was, I mean, but I, like, a hundred... So he called in... So they called in the, uh... The reserves? Well, not the reserves. All the outposts that Dwight was going to take them to. Mm -hmm. So, are you? Is it more? Do you think that Negan? Someone suggested this in the stream before. The people at Oceanside that that they say that Negan killed all their men. Do you think maybe he didn't kill their men and he just kind of kidnapped all their men? And now that they work for Negan, is that more what he does? Well, if they had stayed to fight, uh, didn't Negan basically? What did he do with all of our men? He, you know, how many people does he have to kill before everybody falls in line and does what they're told? Anyone care about Sasha? Did you care? Do you really care about Sasha's death? Was that a was? No, it's like it's like a year, uh, two years too late. Like as far as I'm concerned, like <laughs> she had a brief moment of actually being useful to our team again when she was going up to the to the uh, to the tower and being like, nope, somebody's got to keep watch. But that was basically like, was she going to jump eventually? Like. Were, were we not thinking until like Abraham took interest in her? She was basically like, I might kill myself, I might not. I just lost my brother, I just lost Bob. And then, like, oh, a man showed interest in me. All of a sudden, I'm relevant again. And, and I guess I'm, uh, I'm doing the right thing by keeping guard and, and saying we need to keep watch. And, and maybe I'll train a sniper or two. And now Maggie means everything. Because... And we got to keep Rosita on the team because she's so fucking essential. And and before we kill Sasha, they got to be okay with Abraham fucking them both over, or fucking 
I agree. Rosie, like I agree with Joe. She died two fucking years late. Uh, how do you keep all these people fed? Many of them could lose a pound or two. So, right. No, no, no. You keep them fed by not keeping a fucking tiger. <laughs> I know they're feeding the fucking tiger. Well, the tiger gets to eat human meat. And, and, and okay, so they're feeding this tiger grains and shit like that. What are they? No. What are they feeding the tiger? Tigers eat one thing and one right. thing alone. Blood, meat, 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 right? So what are they actually? What is Ezekiel actually feeding the tiger? Livestock, like they have, they have pigs, right? Okay, and they, they, which they just gave endless pigs. They can eight. only. How many pigs does a tiger right. eat in a? In they a year? gave, they gave off eight pigs to our first with the kingdom was them giving up eight pigs, right? Do they have a replica? Replicator? How many pigs? How many pigs do they have, and how often do they have to give up eight pigs? And how many pigs does a tiger eat in a week? One pig over the course of a week? Oh, God. Uh, 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 that's a great question. One pig? Uh, two pigs? Listen, Phil. Three pigs? How many I pigs could, does a tiger eat? I could eat? eat a pig in a week. Depending <laughs> on the pig, <laughs> yeah, I could yeah. eat those you, pigs. You, get, I eaten you one want of those me to bring a pig right in here? You and I will eat the fucking pig. I'll, like, I'll, eat, I'll cook some fucking bacon. I don't give a shit. But what I'm saying is how much does a tiger actually eat that they have to keep up with that kind of supply? I don't know. Can the tiger eat the zombies? Are they feeding the tiger zombies? Zombie guts, maybe? Maybe. The tigers don't eat rotting flesh. No, tigers. Tigers don't steal their prey. They my, go. They go kill. My cat would not eat. eat my cat would not eat rotting flesh. Not unless it was mine. Yeah, maybe. Maybe my cat's kind of a zombie. Tigers eat bad pussy. <laughs> Tofu and vegetarian burgers. Timo, I'm entering my my inner Joe ranting voice about Rosita to my screen right now. They feed the tiger more than twenty people. Uh oh, I'm getting I'm getting triggered. <laughs> Thank you. Tigers must have meat. Meanwhile, must. meanwhile, Rosita keeps getting people killed with this contagious suicide. I, what's that word? Ideation. Ideation for no fucking reason. So I could. Uh, it to me, I just feel like I'm let down by almost all of our female cast this season in general. Like. I feel like Rosita made some pretty piss poor emotional decisions. And I'm not saying that it's because she's a woman she made emotional decisions. Probably because a man was writing for a woman <laughs> that they wrote her. Or, and then like Carol's whole regression and then reaggression. It just. It, just to nerf her. Literally just, just to nerf her. Literally just to give. I don't even know what the fuck the whole point. Like, now, now let's start wrapping this into whole season arcs. What and then, and then doesn't that exactly mirror fucking, uh, what's his name? Morgan. Morgan's whole I fucking think that's the thing. Point. I think that's like, the point though. They were trying to set up the parallels between the two of them. Now, what did you think of the Morgan and Carol storyline, like I have to ask, for the whole entire season? It, I think they're both fucking pathetic. I think it, I, I really, I really, I'm just want, uh, and this goes to show like, you know, at this point, I'm really just watching The Walking Dead because I've already invested so much time in it. And I like talking about it. I, there's things about it I like, and I like watching it, I guess, still. Because I it, I, I guess there's part of me that's a, a sadist, a masochist. I, I like maybe being frustrated at the show. Mm -hmm. um, so I keep watching it. So you watch it more of in a love to hate kind of fashion. At one point, did I want it to be. I want it to be what it could be. At what point did the show transition this way for you? And I'll and I'll just it ask really, you. It really, it really is the dumpster. The dumpster, the the Glenn the dumpster moment. And it's and it's sealed by last season's season finale, 
finality. The finality of last, or the lack of... The finale last season. The lack of finality. The lack of finale, right. And make us wait six months, eight months, whatever it is, to, you know, to and mourn seven characters, and then, okay, so you kill two, but nobody's touched know, by it because you've already mourned eight of them. Do you know what your boy, Scott Gimple, is saying right now in the press oh, a couple of this week? You, he said, no, no, he's saying... You don't, he's saying the same shit he always says, which is you don't understand how intense the first four episodes of season eight are going to be. It's going to be next level intense. And that, yeah, exactly what he said after that. Cause he yeah, was what he said last killing season two people. Like, but like you, you fucking moron, you know that we are going to mourn eight people. And so when you kill two, they're already mourned and it's big deal. It's okay. Uh, and you like... And then you continued this Negan, like, long-winded, oh my fucking God, long-winded. Like, he takes the, like, people I, who are fans of this is what I, I'm having a tough time understanding because in all the movies, movies and TV shows going back for years. Yep, keep going. You have, you have, you have. In all the movies and TV shows going on, going on in the backs of years, don't lose your chain of thought, you, Jeff. You have the villain who is going to talk to his hero one last time about, I'm so evil, and I'm going to kill you and destroy the world. <laughs> the Austin Powers thing. Uh, right, right. And then what happens? The hero or someone who's close to the hero, a tiger, comes out of nowhere and saves the day, and the villain is foiled again. So... This is entertaining? The the ultimate movie and TV trope? This is what and like this is what you make of your lethal villain is you make him the epitome of everything that's wrong with your movie and television villain See, dating back 60 fucking years? I think You must pay the rent. I can't pay the rent, but you must pay the rent. You can't pay. I'll pay the rent. I think what they're Are you trying fucking to kidding do me? I think what they're trying to do with him is make him to the point where he is outside of the reality of it all. So he's commenting on that. He's being so stereotypical that he's not stereotypical, that he's above it all. I think that's what they're going for with him. So you give us seven. I please, 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 please anybody. Anybody out there that's watching this or that will watch this or has watched this, either send this idea to someone that you know that will do it because they'll be like, this is brilliant, or someone, or maybe one of you will do it and, and be like, Joe, you know what, that's brilliant. Please, just put together every moment from our introduction of Negan until now and just edit together. Please, somebody, please do this. Every Negan moment. And see how long that video is. And that's over one season. Just one season. One season and one episode. One season and one episode. That's 17 episodes. It should not be more than... Like, it's going to be... I, I, I'm almost going to guarantee you it's seven. I'm going to say I'm going to be conservative and help myself out here. And Price is Right rules. I'm going to say it's six hours. Six hours? It's you don't want to go over? Six hours. Six hours at least. At minimum, six hours of Negan monologuing to somebody, saying the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, please, somebody do it. Somebody show me that I I'm wrong. And it's, and, it's, and it's less than six hours. And if it's anything more, 
So let's go to the live motherfucking chat <laughs> while, Joe, while Joe is distracted over there. I think I'm at fault on why The Walking Dead sucks. The showrunners look at my reaction videos, see what I see what I hate, and then they increase the volume. In fa in fairness, uh, I think they're I think they're watching listening to Joe's rants too about that very subject and trying to get underneath his skin. So is there any way going forward now looking at No way, Joe, you're high. You're gonna account for the twelve hours of lingering shots. <laughs> see, to me, that's worse than oh, very very good. Uh, for me, the worst aspect of it is the pauses that he takes in the middle of the monologues. I think for me, it's all about that he's not funny. It's all like, I think Jeffrey D. Morgan, I keep having to rationalize this because I think he's a good actor. I think Jeffrey D. Morgan is a good actor when he's playing deep, visceral kind of stuff. I think Negan needs to be as funny as a stand-up comic. And those those jokes, you need to you need to find him as funny as everyone naturally finds Abraham. You're supposed to find each one of his one-liners that captivating and humorous that you're blown away. The fact that they can't use fuck every other word hurts it. So instead they pause instead and saying motherfuckity fuckity fuck, which Negan in the book is a fucking fuck every other word kind of guy. That may seem like a trivial thing. So he but, was using shit today. He was channeling a little bit of Abraham with right, his and shit, talk. shit But I'm saying like we're supposed to find him, the people that love Negan, find him as funny and entertaining as the people that like Abraham. Yeah, I'm the, yeah, Negan, they find him that funny. That's what we're supposed to think. We're supposed to think he's hilarious. He's above it all. He's a fucking one of the Animaniacs, like the uh, the three fucking bro brother and sister. Like, See, I didn't around. get that feeling from the books uh, of him. Basically, I get Jeffrey Dean Morgan is playing this character exactly like uh, it's portrayed in the books. Kirby's with you on that one, Joe. Uh, I just feel like it's not, um, it doesn't come off on screen and six hours, seven hours of it is way too much invested in, in that. Um, I think he would have been a far more effective if, okay, we had our introduction of him. We don't even need to see him anymore for the season. Yeah. Let him be the enigma. Let everybody else truly be Negan. Like, yes, we have a face for Negan. But let everybody else be Negan and do Negan and have Negan time. Not just Trevor and not just the other guy for the kingdom who go and do their Negan thing. But let let us see everybody be Negan. I think the show right, creators fell in love a little bit too much with the idea that he was going to change the game for the villains on the show. And he didn't. He essentially emulates all the rest of the villains and... We're, it's just rammed down our throat to the point of disgust. Who is, if you're looking at, I think I know your answer to this would probably be Joe, would would be Mayor Joe Hale there. Is uh, the worst villain, the of, villain of the show. I think I think for me it was, like, I think Gareth was really effective in his small time on there, the guy in uh, Terminus. See, I thought, I thought Mayor Joe Hale was the, was the most deadly of them. Um, I think take Daryl out of that situation, Carl's getting raped and Rick's being murdered. Yep. No, I mean, in the sense that Rick did bite the dude's face off. Exactly. Like, he had to go fucking deep down. Yeah. Like, and what did he do in this situation? We got a couple of governators, of course. The, go the governor who... Uh... The governor was good. The governor was good. He played a good, uh, a good two-face. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things, like... Because we actually got a progression of him. The governor was far more of a... No, realist. we knew it right from the start. Right we from did, the start, we, he goes and kills those did, National Guard. We did, but, like, when you're fighting on an enemy and the end of a video game and he has, like, the second form, 
Like we get the form one of the governor and then we get form two, like the uh, the mega evolution governor at the end that's a little bit tougher. He has a tank. He's a little bit more crazy and a little bit more on edge. And we actually get three governors because we get those two episodes of the governor town. See, I, was, I uh, really, I did not dislike those governor focused episodes that gave us, uh, ends up giving us Tara. Um, I dug those. I thought those were good. I thought those were well done. I wouldn't mind seeing more of that. If this, like, one of the things I liked about, I like about The Walking Dead when it started is, so we have Fear the Walking Dead, the tunnel, which is basically their webisodes, which they're giving to fear, giving the title to fear to yep. help promote Fear the Walking Dead. But if they had kept that as webisode shit, or play, been playing these webisodes in between all along and then introduce us to these characters on our main show later. Like, there's a great storage facility webisode. I don't know if you watched it yet. It's got the guy that played uh, Jay Leno. Mm -hmm. in, in, the, the, Jay, in the Night Shift movie? It, yes, yes. And uh, and he plays a, a sick fuck. Yeah. And it's got, uh, there was a Courtney Cox series out a while ago where about a, an actor. There was an actor involved. This guy's in it too. Yeah. I can't remember what else he's been in, but. Uh, he was really good in it and it, it was a really good and if they had introduced that character at some point I thought that would have been amazing mm -hmm. that's a great thing like and they have these great ideas and instead, they're so innovative they're, instead, instead they're trying they're, to come up with the next cosplay costume they're trying to they're trying to come up with the next big character the next governor the next thing the next whatever and with Negan it comes off and the show is a little wanting I think where it's supposed to uh, very cold storage was great Joe but thank that, you cold storage yeah uh, okay, so now looking at things from a whole. That wasn't that was at the beginning. So so what I'm saying is we have cold storage, right? And they're trying to do this with the fear of the Walking Dead in the tunnel, right? And I think they're probably going to introduce this shit into the main story, just like in the first season that plane shit. Yeah, with the plane character, yeah. Ha had to do with we kind of had uh, something to do with this. I would love to see them add this character from cold storage. He was in. Rick's storage locker in Georgia. Yeah. Like, if he fucking showed up, we know that he survived all this time. Right. That was at the beginning. And that would be fucking brilliant. And that's a way to make this a bigger and better show is to do shit like that. I mean, I just don't understand this revisiting the same villain portrayed slightly different. Edward, great to see you. Sylvia says, the thing of the governor is he thinks he's a hero that saved people in this town. Correct. Sin says, the look on Rick's face when Jada said, I lay with him after. He looked terrified and grossed out at the same time. Kabam, Edward, great to fucking see you. So now, Joe, looking at it more of, uh, of a whole look back on season seven, anything else you want to say about the finale that you didn't get a chance to talk about specifically? Uh, um, yeah, so... Um, or anyone in the live there, chat, feel I, free to ask know, Joe some questions. I've been, I've been, I've been down on... Uh, Kingdom speak, and I've been down on trash heap speak. Yep, uh, the whole season. I'll have to say this: the moment when Ezekiel shows up and he's like, "Talk," and, he, and he's talking to Morgan. Yep. Oh, the beginning, the, the very beginning. beginning. Uh, and he's talking to Morgan, and you know, Morgan's wearing the Ben's fucking cease, armor. Cease this insanity if you wish to survive. Just yeah. the way. Okay, this was the only time this season where I was not completely disgusted by the way this guy talks. Because it seemed real. He seemed emotionally coming from a very positive place. And you can see why people, you know what you say, why do people love Negan? Why do people believe in Negan when he speech, speaks and stuff? You could see for a second why people believe in Ezekiel. Only, only in this one personal moment 
But you could think every that he other had time a lot. it comes off. You didn't think when he was fucking ta- bullshit. Like, when, even when he was talking to Carol. Every time he's talked to Carol, which is why he drops it for Carol. Like, hey, hey, if Hannah. he talked like that to me, are you kidding me? I mean, Carol, same. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you really talking to me like that? You're walking around with a fucking tiger. How many children is this tiger eaten already? You haven't eaten this tiger. Are you kidding me? You're feeding this tiger instead of feeding your fucking people because oh, it's a tiger. Are you like ah at that point like really like no okay so what you left me in this house? Carol wanted to leave, but she like takes them up on the offer and stays <laughs> and stays. So Morgan was going to drop off fruit and you came out to talk to him. Like, why weren't you already gone again at this point? Why did you stay? But you like, but you like that scene with, that was one of the, that was the only time that, that the speak I was, I wasn't turned off by the speak. Would I have rather just talk to him like a regular person? Yes. To go off Timo's point, who bothers you? Which speak bothers you more? Trash speak. Me too. Thousand percent. Thousand percent the trash people. You, you can almost get off on like the joy, like like Ezekiel cuts it out at certain times. Like when he's talking to Carol, he drops and he goes, "Yeah, I created this because people need a magic." Like he only did it once though. When he cut it out. Yeah, yeah like he like once. he's got to stay in character or his his, his commitment won't. to his character. Someone said in the chat, Ezekiel's commitment to his character uh, is amazing. Though. Ezekiel is. feeds the tiger the pigs that were fed on zombie right. diet. Ugh, <sighs> Ugh gross. Tiger meat is stringy. Have we talked about the tiger? We talked a lot about the tiger, but anyone in the live motherfucking chat is we're going to transition to talk about some season one arcs and anything that might make us feel a little bit better in season eight. If you have any specific questions about this episode that you guys have in the live chat for Joe, definitely ask away and uh, do it at Joe so we can point it up, see it in our eyes, see it, see it with our eyes. See, I'm just, I'm, here's another thing, like. They act so surprised about the bombs not going off, and yeah, okay. Why? Oh, we saw Aaron for one second. Can they continue to underuse Aaron? He helps Rosita set up the bomb. That's the big moment for Aaron in the episode. Yep. It, no, there's another moment. He comes walking out behind. Uh, we see Aaron and his boyfriend. His boyfriend Adam is still alive. Name? They make it through it. Yep. So, everybody who thought uh, Eric is it Eric or Adam. No, I think you're right. I think it's Eric. I think you might be right. That the boyfriend was going to die or that nope. Aaron was going to nope. die. We know that they didn't nope. specifically, that those those two are still they're alive. Be, they're being saved for next season. Um, we yeah. know. It so just... ultimately, Joe, out of out of 10 buttholes, side buttholes, where do you rank this episode? I said about a seven for this, se- so... for this season. And this is for the season. This is a bigger question. For the whole season, I think this is one of the better episodes. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's made worse by the fact that it's an hour and a half with 20 minutes. What did you minutes, think of Eugene? We have to talk. Listen, we've had so much <coughs> Negan monologuing that you gave us another 20 minutes of it in the finale because we hadn't had enough of it because you have to have your villain complete the villain trope before he gets foiled by a fucking tiger who knows which group of people to attack. <laughs> Uh, One thing we forgot to ask, ask about, and I want to ask you about too, to include into the speech. What are your opinions on Eugene, and how is he not dead yet? <laughs> no, it, Eugene not being dead makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. He plays a perfect game. These people are apparently fucking idiots if they're following no, Negan, so it makes perfect sense that they would believe his. I mean that no one, no one shot him from our side. That that, that someone didn't take a pot shot at him. But... Uh, exactly, because anybody who believed the how awful are you people? You're trying to kill him. Are you kidding me? He just said, I am Negan. Yeah. 
Bam. Like, but exactly. Rick, in fairness, Rick was going to blow him up there, but I think after the fact, right after the bomb didn't blow up, uh, someone, Rosita should have shot okay, him or something here's, like that. Here's the thing. This is, this is the difference. In the book, this moment is defined as the attack is not going to happen yet. And Negan meets them in the road right outside the gate, surprise, and there's an exchange between them. This is a little fuzzy because I read it really quick and I was a little distracted at the time. And Rick ends up shooting at the motherfucker, right? Just like Rosita did a while ago and doesn't work. And like shit goes down and the tiger comes out of nowhere and that stuff all happens. I wanted to see Rick start this off. So right away when he gives Rosita the nod, I'm like, okay, at least he says go for it. And Rosita blows them all up or blows a bunch of them up. Maybe Negan doesn't quite die there. That's fine with me, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but they didn't make that happen. Once that failed to happen, I wanted it to be Rick. Yeah. I wanted it to be Rick. Rick has made the decision, we're going to war. We're doing this. We're going to organize and do this. This is the moment it all came down to. This was Rick's moment to shoot at Negan or to shoot somebody. And he didn't shoot anybody. Nothing. He, he just he got shot. There. He got shot. He just stood there. And got shot. And got shot. And got shot. And then pushed off a platform. And then told Negan to hit Carl on the side of the head. <laughs> then he didn't care. He's like, fuck you. Yeah, no matter what you do at this moment, I'm going to fucking kill you. Okay. Thanks. Bam. Thanks. Ah, you're dead and you look just like Glenn now. Whoa. What a shithead. You know, like, yeah. ah, what the fuck? Nope, I'm going to I'm gonna talk for another five minutes and then slowly circle around you. None of my people looking out. None of my people, the six people that have surrounded me, that are helping to hold you two passively on your knees without fighting for your life, trying to bite my fucking face <laughs> off. Or, or if I'm going to die anyway, why would I sit here on my knees and let you kill me? Rick should Like, let's fight to the death until you kill me or I kill you. Ahmed says Rick should have had a secret sniper aimed just at the trash lady. That was supposed number. to be... Michonne. Michonne. No, but or... no, Michonne had, had her trash lady with her too, though. Michonne was going to go to a different spot. Oh. And, and the trash lady was like, no, you stay here. And we're... And Michonne should have been like, no, you don't know this fucking town. You don't know where another good spot would be. You stay here and I am going to another spot. Now, do you think that Eugene... Good back to Eugene for a second. Do you think that Eugene is completely drinking the Kool-Aid or... <laughs> drinking the what? Drinking, drinking the shots of... Uh, Jose Cuervo, do you think that Eugene is truly drinking the Kool-Aid or he just thinks that this is the easiest way for him to survive? And he's this is the easiest way yeah, for him to survive. This is the same bullshit that he used yeah. on Abraham that got how many people killed instead of them uh, fortifying and finding a place and making a camp or trying to set up an Alexandria or a wood Woodbury. I hope Eugene, a, I hope Eugene gets Negan killed just from his stupidity. Like <laughs> how many people died getting Rosita, Abraham, and Eugene? The only three people from how many people across country? They came from fucking what, Texas, was it? Something like that. Something like that. Way the fuck out it was pretty west. Far. It was pretty far. Uh, the fucking tiger would have been dead, Yo, says Sam Crow. I hate that too. Michonne getting beat like that. They've got the nerve to play, is she dead or is she not dead bullshit. I can't believe Michonne fell for that. Love made her soft. Gregory was hung over from the tequila. I think Gregory was uh, probably on his way to, uh, to like, how, the how sanctuary. How many of these psychopaths 
are in A, the trash people, and B, Negan's camp, and then how many more could be just, you know, like, on Alexandria's side, but still mm. fucking nuts? Like, and then how many of them are hunters or would hunt that you see a tiger running around all of a sudden out of fucking nowhere? You're, you're from Alexandria, you've heard about a tiger, but oh shit, is that tiger going to eat me? Next, none of them shoot at the tiger. Nobody's like, fuck, kill the tiger. Yes, Chris, you can't, can't, be, can't go to waste. Like, <laughs> why would you bring your tiger into that situation? Now, now here we go. Uh, Why would you ever let your tiger outside of the safe area so it can get eaten by a zombie? So it can be put in more danger? Like, this is your precious fucking tiger. Like. Fair, fair, Joe, but I'm not necessarily worried about the tiger being in danger. I'm worried about the tiger causing other people danger. Oh, and don't me. worry, Phil. It's on a train. It's trained. <laughs> it's, it's, on trained. A, it's trained yeah, yeah. and on you, a chain. Yeah, because walking a cat on a leash works really fucking well, Joe. Um, and a 600-pound cat does what it wants when it wants. Like, it decides to sit down. Do you leave it or do you... I Okay, I guess we're taking a... Cats sleep 20 hours a day. You're going to take it for a walk. How far are you going to get before it's like, ah. I'm not moving. No, I'm not moving no, anymore. No, he's warged it, Vulcan mind Oh, melt. my God. They walked it all the way to fucking Alexandria. Yeah, they walked at, it all the way. At tiger stroll pace. And someone else was walking it at times, too, because when we see Ezekiel uh, Ezekiel talk to Morgan, like that tiger's just hanging out in the back, eating some eating some cornflakes and shit, hanging out with Tony the tiger. What the fuck? Okay, uh, Blue, Blue 3 says, this season it gets a five at best from me what are you a in five oh uh, where the fuck is a seven and a five coming from what the fuck <sighs> hey dirty issues great to see R you like I, so here's the thing joe where do you i don't know okay week after week let me hear from all the people who week after week i hear joe you're so right in your rant and i also hear week after week joe you're a fucking idiot watch something yeah, you like stop, stop shitting on my favorite show <laughs> stop shitting on this show okay, but but here's the thing Okay, so you don't like me shitting on it, but the thing is, is I don't hear you're full of shit, Joe. Your points you make are invalid, and here's why. I make points of why this show is shit, and then I say why those points are valid. So, and then there's people who are constantly are like, Joe, you're so right, you're so correct. Like, where are those people? What do you rate this show? Show me what your rating is, because I see you week after week agree with me, and I can't rate this anything above a fucking three. This is absolutely the worst season. People who are like, season two sucks. Season two compares nothing. You thought season two was stagnant because they were on the fucking farm for so long looking for a poor little fucking lost girl? How dare they look for somebody poor and sweet and innocent for this fucking abused woman who is practically fucking crippled over this shit. How dare they? That was so fucking horrible. Instead, you're like two seasons at fucking Alexandria with a fucking group of idiots who don't know how to fucking survive, but have somehow fucking survived for two years in this fucking place without losing their fucking idiot fucking children until Rick shows up for some reason, then they all start dying because Rick some, some, some sort of fucking demon spawn that came out of nowhere, but this is okay. Two years in fucking Alexandria, six hours of fucking Negan dialogue. This is okay. This gives you a seven. This gives you a five. This is okay for people who like The Walking Dead. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my goodness. Oh my god, we have fat awesome. It hurts me to know that people out there like this when it could be so much fucking better. Go be 
Z Nation if you want to be Z Nation. Z Nation is a great show because it says, ha, 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 we have a zombie fucking bear and a baby fucking zombie. And we don't give a shit. Go fuck yourself. Look, she's pregnant with a baby zombie. Ha! Oh my. Like, are you kidding me? If you're going to be that fucking asshole-ish to put a fucking tiger in your show, at least say that we're not serious anymore and go fuck you fans. We don't think you you have any idea about what's good television anymore. Oh my. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and yes, I'm going to keep watching it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and I'm going to keep watching it. I like it. I like the show. Joe likes the show. Fat Tyson Apostle is in there after winning the million. Uh, it's uh, he's letting himself go after winning the million on fans versus fa- uh, uh, on uh, fucking blood oh versus water. Fucking god, <laughs> pussy ass idiots. Rant on Joe. Joe, this is going in the Joe like, rant. Be honest. Office. Be fucking honest with yourself. Did you really? You went away. You walked away from every show this season, going that was a seven or above. That was a seven or above. Oh wait, 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 wait. Wait, this one this one was bad, but that one was a nine. There was no nines in this season. There was no sevens. There was nothing that... There was moments of a couple episodes here and there which were like, that was a nice moment. But like, no. No. This season was a fucking failure right from the beginning. Right from... They didn't kill anybody off on the fucking finale last season. It opened with a slow fucking bullshit and you had six hours of bullshit streaming out of one man's fucking mouth. It's it, it's disgust. It's so this was clear. This was easily your least. This favorite was season. this He's, was the least favorite. This is your season. least favorite. This was my least favorite this season. Is. This was my least favorite. Are you? Oh did, Jesus Christ! Are you a, fucking? What is Kirkman? Fire those fuckers! Take your rip up your fucking contract and get your property back because they are ruining your shit. Now, do you are, do you think it can get better? I know, and eight? I know you put the tiger in it too, but you know, hey. hey. We'll forgive you at least one. You know how to skip. You didn't put the dumpster in it. (laughs) Did you? Are you hoping for better in season eight? What can they do to improve? What are some things can you list out that they could do to improve going into season eight for you? Uh, uh, Honestly, I want to say fire Gimple. Is he the one that did this season? It was basically his season. Yeah, that's not how he's already doing season eight. Like, like he's the worst thing that fucking happened to this show. He was still around in season one and two, wasn't he? No, season one was Frank Darabont. Okay, was he season two? I think he still worked on part of season two. I think Gimple took over forthright, like completely in season three. I could be wrong. People in the live chat, correct me. I uh, Darabont may have, might have only been for the first season, but uh, but they kind of kept his re- regime around for a while. I think Gimple didn't officially take over till maybe season four, season three. Uh, no, uh, they need to get rid of him. There's the... Uh... There's one of the the woman show writer. I can't season think. one and two and and oh no, season one and Terminus were uh, a lot of this season were the worst. Save the worst for last. Oh, we got a message. We got a message. We'll play for Taka and stuff. But go, but but like, going forward, the the woman showrunner. She's been responsible for some really great episodes, or at least I think she is. Um, I just I can't. I can't understand any of the decisions. Oh, thank it's, you, Sin Miller. It's almost as if any of the the main writers. They're overturned by the producers, or they're too afraid to stand up and say. So, what this do you think is it is? What, like, when it really comes down to it, do you think? I, I personally think it's more the show direction and the way the episodes are edited together than well, the writing. It's, it's not the acting. It's not the acting. 
The it's, acting's great, it's right? Not, it, the acting's great. It's not the cinematography. That's getting better and better every year. It's not. It's not the audio. Of it's, like the music and it's, the soundtrack. It's, it's okay, but it, but it's but it's fine. The special effects for gen, in general are fine. So I don't even think it's the writing. I don't think the writing's probably, not the dialogue. Anyway. Not the di I think the way the the seasons well, with the are. Exception of idiots. Yeah, it's take it, but it's always been kind of like that. The but I think the biggest problem it has is is the the way it is like edited together and the way it's all sort of. Uh, it's, it's in the, the seasons plotted out. It's they, the they, main arc of the. That's why I said the main season. Story yeah, the arc, season arc. It's the, it's the main writing, that not show, the dialogue. Writing. That's show running, and that's and that's what has been. There's there's a lot of minor problems in in the way things like okay like the street sign thing yeah, or this or that. But that's always been the Walking Dead, and that's forgiving and, and, fun stuff to shit on if the overall arc is alright. Right, and this overall arc is horrible. Dog and shit. Then, and then you you continually write in. I, oh, we haven't had a Negan monologue yet. And like, uh, did you forget the last and, five hours of it? And also, I don't want to go down down this road too much, but people say we shit on the show. We've oh, oh, this is recent. We're not shitting on this show because we like shitting on it. We we always gave it a little bit of crap, but up until the middle of last season, we were hey, saying nothing but great things. This single season of The Walking Dead, season seven, was blow par. It was Phil, it was, it was the worst. I agree. It's the worst season of The Walking Dead. When. Uh, Ben, uh, what's his name from Gotham? Ben McKenzie. Uh, what was he uh, from? Ryan Atwood. He was originally on OC. OC. Do you hear me shit on the OC? Ever? Yeah. Really? Not really. No. No. Why? You never really watched it. Because? Because you don't really like those kind of shows. You don't you don't like uh, drama kind of uh, right. teenage so if, teenage if, drama. If shows. I don't like something, I'm not gonna shit on it because. I'm not even going to watch right. it to shit on it, right? right? So if you hear me, I'm screaming right now. Like, I, I realize I must, I, I come off like a fucking, if you, <laughs> if somebody, one of your parents walked in the room just now, like, I'm surprised we didn't lose a couple of viewers or, or like some parent didn't like grab the kid by the ear. What smut are you watching right now? Like, I, 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 I love the show. That's why I, it infuriates me when they make this. Yeah. Awful out of it. It almost feels the only like show that you've ever not not watched that you shit on so much is Westworld or the Twenty Four or Twenty Four. But you actually like when we're in mid mid Twenty Four. You were you were it, I was getting you into were getting it into it. You were getting into it. Let's listen to Taka's voice message that. And you what happened with Westworld? I stopped shitting on it because you stopped. You didn't actually watch it. I stopped watching it. So let's listen to Taka's message. Let's see if we can hear this through the headphones. Oh, it puts it up on screen too. Yeah, see that? That's fake. Taka, Joe, calm the fuck down. All right. <laughs> Second, all right. I think that this season is is pretty bad. Not season two level. Wow. But I don't understand the that. fact that. Okay, you do you want to answer Tucker at that talk. point? We'll play the rest of his message. Okay, yeah, yeah, hold on. I don't understand how it. Like I said, it's not season two level bad. Season two stalled there for one season. This is basically two seasons stalled in the same place. Uh, and even though we season, didn't, yeah. well, even though we didn't know the saviors were our enemy, they were still our enemy when they first got to Alexandria, right? Like they were still doing, like there was still. Joe, they said they're doing twenty seasons of The Walking Dead. By the way, twenty seasons. Well, good. Yeah, let's listen. I'm, I'm fine with. I'm fine. I love the. Hey, show. we get that's twenty okay, seasons just, of a podcast, Joe. That we're gonna do. I can't get mad at something I don't love. I can't yeah. get this level of angry. At Joe, something we, that's I don't like love. that's like a lot. This more is not as bad as season two. Season, it's a lot more. Season podcasts. two, 
You got to remember something. Season one was only six episodes long. Season one was six episodes long. So essentially saying season two was bad, it's kind of like, uh, that's still pretty much season one. They just made you wait a year for the rest of the fucking episode. <laughs> so let's continue in Taka's message here. And all he did was bash two brains in, scald the guy's face, and throw a guy in a furnace. And they're, they're so, they're so edgelord on this season that they're trying to beat Game of Thrones. But they can't even touch Ramsey Bolton because Ramsey, he may talk, he may sound creepy, but the guy... They, they can't cut a penis Results. Off the guy makes television. makes it happen. All right. Crucifixions, uh, cutting off people's dicks, torturing, uh, manipulation, rape, all these other crazy things. And you got just Negan going, wow. I'm going to kill one of you. Look at the balls I'm on you. Man, I am turned on. Even if you had a dick, <laughs> I would and, still be turned on. Exactly my point, Taka. Like, that's not, that's, that's my point. That's my point. Like, think about what had to be done in our own history to get people to fall in line. This is basically like, okay, yeah, they have guns, but this is still kind of like we've been put back into medieval times in, in a large respect, right? So much so that they're kind of trying to draw that equation with the kingdom in the way that this fucking idiot talks to everybody. <laughs> uh, like they're fucking two-year-olds and he's putting on a, a, a performance like... Like, oh, because he talks like this, I'm going to forget that a fucking zombie ate my child last week. <laughs> oh, great. I'm glad I'm safe now with this moron who's the my king. Okay. Uh, but so, uh, well, I forget what Taka said. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. You, you responded to it. It just it, uh, blew their load in season one. I think they're coasting it. Uh, Timo says, I don't. I, I don't know. I feel personally offended after this season. Didn't Me too. Fe didn't feel like that in season two. I got to agree Me with either. Joe on this one. Uh, Eric Nolan's in the live chat. I saw you in there. I wanted to say hi, Eric. 20 seasons, huh? Fuck that. So I got to fly over here and get a job on this show. Uh, fucking Phil and Joe, all-time favorite Walking Dead episode. For me, for whatever it's worth, it, all, it has to, I think, still be that first episode. I think that first episode of The Walking Dead is just exceptionally awesome. When Rick wakes up? Yeah, I, I like that. And, um, and the time hanging out with Morgan and stuff. I, I dig that episode a lot. That's, that's that, that, good that stuff. second episode when he first meets Glenn. So I, those first six episodes, I'd say season one is my all-time favorite Walking Dead. But I also really like a lot of what happens in season five, uh, the Terminus stuff. I like I like some of that. Uh, you know what? The I, Carol, the Carol look at the flowers episode. JSS the, when Carol fucking destroys how about, how all the about, people. How about start of what it might have been start of season three? The they all are moving the through woods. that house. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh, Daryl shoots a bird. And yep. Carl's going to eat dog food. None of them say anything. And then and they leave because zombies are on their way in. And they all just file out. And there's not a word fucking spoken. That was like probably the best, the best, like visceral 10 minutes of The Walking Dead. Or how, however short it was. It was, I, I think dialogue and stuff like that in some shows, a show like this, it's a little overrated and overutilized. Mm -hmm. the, we don't need to, like, you take a movie and you title it, I, I bring this up all the time because it really annoyed me, Alien versus Predator. And then you throw humans in and make it a, a two-hour-long movie-ish yeah. or an hour-and-a-half-long movie where it's an hour of people talking to people and then 
30 minutes of everybody fighting everybody, but you call it Alien versus Predator. I go to that movie, I want to see no dialogue. I don't even see a fucking human face. I want to see Predators hunting down fucking aliens and aliens attaching to the faces of Predators. Now, people have said, a couple people said this, I've heard this before, and someone, I think, 1998 said it in the chat right now. Was it 1998? Do you think the seasons are too long? Do you think Walking Dead would be better in like a 10 episode arc, a 9 episode no, arc? No, no. I, I think that... There's enough... Okay, here's the thing. You have a 20-episode season, season and you have to have a certain amount of filler crap and things that you need to do. And there's plenty to fucking do. Yeah. There's plenty of planning. There's plenty of survival shit that people want to see. They don't want to just see that they've survived. I want to know how they've survived. I want to... Like, yeah, we see a blacksmith there, but... Or we see, like... Show us them building stuff. Show, show us them planning. Show us them making a, a fucking fire escape. Like, there's so much that can be done that can be seen that is interesting, that can make a show so much more than it is, so much more than what you're, these people are fucking set on ramming down our throats. Like, they, they have a formula that worked once 30 years ago, so they're like, let's we need to emulate that formula in every show that's been put on television. Yeah. And it, and it, it kind of, it shows, it shows with the villain here in Negan and the... The whole trope they used this episode, like it just, it's, it's belittling and whoever said that they felt, you know, insulted by this season, you should, you should absolutely. They've done, they did nothing but, but treat you like an adolescent fucking kindergarten. You might as well have been watching G.I. Joe episodes where, <laughs> you know, bullets don't actually hit people anymore. Whereas, oh, wait, they don't in this. Unless... Whereas, as we've been talking a lot about Frank Darabont, season one has this class because it's the dude that did the Shawshank Redemption. Exactly. Thank, thank you. Uh, Scott Gimple is the wrong showrunner, says Chance. Uh, do you guys think that Scott Gimple is the wrong showrunner? I, I personally do. Whether he was right at a point in time, I think a show like The Walking Dead, if they really want to go for the 20 episodes, 20 seasons, they need to bring in fresh blood every few seasons to just kind of reinvigorate the excitement in the in the writer's room, so to speak, or in the in the creation room. And it's, I think Gimple's just a little too, little too comfortable. It needs... This show started real. Yeah, and raw, raw, realish, as realish as how you and I. Oh my God, there's a zombie outside. How are you and me gonna get out of this house? Right, and and that's kind of where it, it's it's lacking in its in its. Yeah, okay, it's zombies. How real can you be? Uh, that argument. Okay, we're suspending some belief in some reality and shit to begin with, but when you start making it like I I have to do it constantly, I can't do it. I cannot. I mean, I guess I I will do it. But, like, it, it, it makes it tougher. It really does. It, there's no need for it. Um, so I don't... Back to that other question. No, the seasons can be long. They just need to do them right. They need yeah. to have season arcs, story arcs that make sense. You could have given us that introduction to Negan and then taken him away for the entire season, not given us almost any other minute, made those people want more of that villain, and we don't even need to see him because... They are all fucking Negan. They kind of did that in the back you half. ruined it. They kind of did it in the back half, but not enough. They they did it with f like four scenes. Two with the kingdom and two with the fire. I just mean they kept him out of the episodes, but then they finally brought him in. They, did, they, they, they didn't do it enough. Like, they, they didn't because, no, they, they, they only skipped like an episode here, maybe two episodes there, and then just went right back to, oh, in case you forgot, he likes to talk a lot and he likes to swear and... And he's creepy, but he's not. He's not. And it makes no sense why nobody's killed him the way he is. Show is about surviving. Now it's just predictable wars with different bad guys that they come across. Correct. There's nothing, like, 
We there's no need to survive against the zombies. We know how to take care of them. Mm-hmm. The zombies are nothing. The zombies are are irrelevant at this point N- unless they sneak through leafy woods and. Now, do you think that ultimately there's no way next? Do you think next season's going to be better or worse? Jesus. You think? Uh, I think. I don't want to imagine a worse. So. I I can't. It's hard too. It really is. So are you in a good position right now to like the Walking Dead again? Because you're going to be surprised if it's good. No, because here's the thing. I know kind of what. Where it's going to go. Where it goes, and I didn't like where it went in the book. Right. Um. To a point. I haven't read past. um, Yeah. Don't get into too many book spoilers. Past the end of the third compendium. Right. So. But where the third compendium ends, half of what. Is there? I'm like, oh. So you're in for a serious Kirkman? Like, you you can't be serious. Can we just get one episode with Ronda Rousey as the villain just to get it out of the way quickly? (laughs) All that noise and not one zombie shows up. Oh, my. Shakes my fucking head at that shit. So, everybody, I think. And not one of the dead people in town got up except. Oh, wait, no, you had your one zombie, you had Sasha. And I guess it was kind of okay we get to see Jesus go tackle her down and hold down a zombie well, you know, well, Michonne saunters over. Ma- and it was Maggie, but yeah, we're Maggie Ma- saunters. Maggie saunters over and kills and it. Stands. Kills the Sash. And goes. And of course it had to be Maggie because they were so close now. Yes. By the way, their portraying is too predictable to me. The Walking Dead, a well-known format, will die in the premieres and the finales. That's the only way- time we need to worry. Maybe they can come up with a rapport a uh, report of large zombie army to rise them up, but they'll fuck that shit up. It, I think The Walking Dead, for me anyways, coming out of season seven, is in a good position for season eight to surprise me because I'm I'm in an all-time low of my expectations from The Walking Dead. So I'm in a, I'm a, I, there is I can't get any lower with my expectations. And I think so. that's a good thing going into a season. They've Do, hit rock bottom, so we're saying we're saying basically. So how rock. did you give it a seven? You're like they've hit rock bottom. I can't. My expectations. Came, this episode. But this was a seven. This episode. No, you said the entire season. Was no, a seven the entire to you. season. I didn't. I said this. This episode is about a seven to me. See, I, I like you gotta In, I, remove a twenty minute dream sequence and remove twenty more minutes of fucking Negan. That's forty minutes of episode that that I'm like is fucking. You know why I give it a seven? I give it a seven because I think it's one of the better episodes of the season within the season of the whole Walking Dead. So you're not gonna. You're I'm basically judging it within the season. You're, you're also yes. judging it on a curve yes. because you're removing any other. You're basically <laughs> saying you're basically saying I'm a character in The Walking Dead, and it's episode one, season one, and I've never heard of a zombie, so season seven's awesome. Yep, <laughs> I've been trying to look at it in a realistically light. If I'm judging it against all the other episodes of the entire series of The Walking Dead. Then I would probably give okay, it. No, a, no. I'd probably give it a five. Remove, it remove five. every episode pre-opener of season seven, right? Yep. And just start. This is the opener to the show. Yep. This is how the show starts. This is one of the better episodes. No, 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 no. Season seven. I mean. Yeah. Season episode seven, one. Season seven. Episode, episode one. one. The start of the series. Start of the series. Yeah. Start of the series. This is one Does of the better. Does that episodes. make it a great a great TV episode? No. No, but it's the better one. Of the better ones of the season. 
This and the Eugene episode were the two my two favorite. I'm talking. You don't even have the season finale. You've never seen season finale episode six. <laughs> I'd shut that shit off, Joe. Right. Season quick. six episode final. You've never seen it. You've never seen anything before, and you turn on the television, and this is nothing of The Walking Dead has existed before the, our introduction to Negan with them all on their knees like that. What would I give this episode then? What would I give this season? What would you give the season? The season probably a four. Really, you would look at it like as a, as an independent body of work, like it absolutely sucked. I wouldn't have been entertained by it because I would have not cared about anything that was going on. You would think Negan was the star of the show. You would think that you would think that uh, Rick. You just wouldn't understand. He'd start off. You'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" Uh, fucking Carol. You would be, "Why is she bitching all the time and stupid?" Why did people not want her to leave? Yeah, I like the tiger. I think more. Because I'd be like, oh, this is the magical world of Narnia that we're <laughs> right. in. Right. The, the, yeah. the speak of people wouldn't be that's that just how That's just how people talk. Right. You wouldn't know that it was like, you know, 2014. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, what year is it? Yeah. Six of four. The last two episodes were better. I watched them on iTunes. I want to hear jo- I want to hear what Joe likes and what they have to do to make it better. No bitch, wine, rant. Bitch, give me some positives, Joe. What could they do better to make you enjoy really, the show? Really, they... they, they... They have to, I, I, I've said it, I mean, give us more of what it's like to be living in a zombie apocalypse, really. Um, they don't do that. They really, they give us what it's like to deal with humans in the zombie apocalypse. Ooh. And they really glaze over the whole zombie apocalypse part. Um, we've learned so much about how to deal with zombies, but we never, ever, ever take advantage of these things and act like it's some big surprise like, if you have to leave town, it's dangerous to walk out, out there. Zombies apparently have super stealth in the bushes. So why wouldn't you, why would you ever leave town not painted in zombie blood? Why would you not have zombie bomb trucks ready to go? Why would you not, like, there's so many things that I wish that we could see or wish that they could plan that makes a lot of sense that they just don't do. And Joe, do you have a favorite episode of the season? I mean... As far as a, a complete episode? Yeah, probably last week's episode. Second to last episode of the season, maybe. The, the Eugene episode that you were, when you came over here and we watched it. I think we kind of enjoyed that one. <sighs> Joe's going to think about that one for a second. I, I, it's really hard to see. See you later, I Taka. Mean, it starts out with, with awful crap. Oh, wait, Taka. Taka. Did Taka leave yet? He's Taka. on his way out Let here. me know if you left yet. Um... There's a strange man in your room behind me. I, I guess it's um. I can't. I it might be the Tara standalone. Yeah, the ocean size episode. Um, Jeffrey D. Morgan can work as Negan, but is written horribly. Says Chance. I want to see walkers dressed in furry suits with balloons attached to them. Cutest walk ever. Uh, perfectly said. Uh, what did Martinez say? Uh. There we go. Let's yeah, no, it's definitely the tower standalone or the uh, maybe the one where they swim out to the boat or rowboat out to the boat. I want Joe to direct. No time wasted sitting on benches seven times. Uh, yeah. Some explanations. At least we'll know we'll have silencers and See, it's, direct. It, here's the thing. You want to hear me not bitch and rant and yell and scream about it. But honestly, there's so much that I would have changed about what I've seen. I, you would have to be like, Joe, this is what we want to do. How can we make it better? And I could tell you how to make it better. Uh, really? You're going to have her pick up that street sign? No. No. It'd be better if there was just a crowbar lying there. And I know you'd ask yourself, 
why would a crowbar be lying there? That seems like a great weapon. Someone should pick that up. But it's better than her picking up a fucking street sign, lugging it up a tree she's climbing. I don't know how the fuck she climbed that tree, holding onto this street sign and pole. It just... There's so many things, little things, over and over and over again. Six hours in Egan. I wouldn't give you six hours in Egan. I, I just said, how many times today have I said, what would I do to make the show better? One thing is I would have had that introduction episode with Negan, had him kill two people, and I probably wouldn't have given you another fucking scene with Negan until today. You would have had to deal with every other motherfucker who says, I am Negan. You, would, you wouldn't see him. He would be that myth again in the background that none of our other characters who weren't at their, on their knees... And maybe that would explain why, you know, Simon or whatever his name was. Uh, the, yeah, the other dude. The idiot gets his belly cut open. Spencer. There. Spencer uh, is so keen on getting rid of Nick because who the fuck is this Negan? All I see are these other people all the time. Like, Joe, you need to go in the Talking Dead and give him a piece of your mind. Convince uh, him that you're the lead singer of Korn. <laughs> 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 so Joe do you have any final thoughts on The Walking Dead season 7 uh, yeah if those runners if they are watching if they are watching they're not <laughs> if they if, if any of their friends or friends of friends are uh, yeah no they should they should they should hire me to come I will stop them from making idiots of themselves and treating us like we're all fucking kindergartners I, I believe that you people out there who, who don't like me yelling at it, I believe that it's because you love the show and you want to see it be good. And They, I also, want, they could, also don't want to see you have feel, a heart attack, I think. You could feel like it's better. And I, I'm not going to have a heart no, attack. No, he's not going to have a heart attack. I'm in great shape for being in such bad shape, <laughs> trust me. Uh, that They should bring me down and, and uh, pay me a little salary. I'll come <laughs> down there and I will help you make your show better. I will stop you. I won't be afraid to tell the Gimples. Call in the, the wolf, guys. I, call in the wolf. I, I won't be afraid to tell anybody that that they're both... I'll call you on your bullshit. I'm not going to blow smoke up their asses to keep my job. It's not like it's a job that I, I have now. So if you gave me the opportunity, I'd do exactly what I was there to do and I'd tell you when you were being a fucking rejected Fuck. Person. A rejected fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, good, good job I, there, Jeff. I just wouldn't allow you to put something. I would be like, no, stop. No, 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 you don't do that. That's not that none of these characters would, would, would do that. We're going to we're going to think of something else. We're all going to go back to the room. We're going to think of some other way out of this mess. We don't have to rewrite the show. We just have her pick up any fucking other, break a branch off the tree. She just climbed. A lot of people just want just want you blowing up their ass, no smoke. They just want you. They, they, they want I've had it. that request many, yeah, yeah. many times. Yeah, it would not be the first time. Uh, most people say the same. I've invested too much. I can't leave. It would bug me forever. Gotta Can't quit the show either. I just need to know how it ends. Honestly, the only reason why I'm still watching... Oh, thank you for this after show. Otherwise, I would binge it. Apparently, they're designing it that way now, too. They're designing all shows like, for that now, I, too. I, I, gave, I loved season one a loss, but when I watched season... Two, episode one, I was out and I quit and I was done and I didn't give a shit. Heroes, season one, I loved it. Episode, season two, episode one, it sucked and I was out and I quit and I never... This gave me season after season after season of things that I, I was enjoying. This is a dud. This season's a dud. The end of last season was a dud. <laughs> this is a dud. That doesn't mean the shows can never get back to form. Westworld. I watched the first episode. I watched the first episode. I watched the first episode. And I watched the second episode. Done. Like, I had to watch the first one three times and the second one once. I couldn't... I, I think I even watched episode three, but I got saved to my bookmarks. I'll eventually get back to sure, it before sure, season sure. two starts, which you guys are all disappointed because it's going to be delayed. 
Yeah, it keeps like getting six pushed months out. to a yeah, year. They, they keep pushing it off. They might not end up making it. No, that's what they said. That's what they said about season one too. Uh, and season one got delayed a whole year and didn't finally come we'll up. We'll see. No, and this is where I don't want to get into the whole Westworld thing. There's a writer strike. Jonathan too. Jonathan Nolan doesn't want to put it out if he thinks it's shit. So he'll wait forever. He'll wait three years to put that shit out till he wants to put right. it out. And he's got a his his brother's big and famous, and and he's done a lot of good movies. So he's earned the fact. And HBO, look what they do with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry could literally quit for ten years and come back and do a season. Like here's the thing. I love I love talking shit. I love talking compliment. I love criticizing whether it's good or bad or constructive or not. It's fun. Yeah, I won't say it. No, I agree. This is this is a good time for yeah. both Phil and I. Yeah. And if I had to, if they made me sign a contract that I didn't have, couldn't talk shit, and I could make the show come down and do that, I would because I would feel like I was making it better. I would feel like I was helping to make something better. And that's what Joe's trying to do here, folks. And that's why I wanted to make sure we did this podcast to give Joe his time to share his thoughts of season seven. We have to thank everyone for joining us today. You guys in the live motherfucking chat have been amazing today. E. Martinez says this season is It's dark. not rewatchable, E. It really isn't. It's not. I agree. It's not one of the seasons. It's one of those ones that I'll skip. If I, when I do eventually do a rewatch of The Walking Dead, I'll skip around. It's the season five of Game of Thrones of The Walking Dead. I, there was only one episode. Actually, no. It was the swim out to the boat episode. I I'd rewatched ra- that one. Remember I'd I rather, told you? I wanted to see the boots again. I rewatched yeah. that episode. I'd rather watch the bad pussy line on a loop than all of season seven of The Walking Dead. I'd rather watch just all the Dorn scenes. I'd rather sit in fucking Dwight's room with him and listen to that. Well, Easy without Street. him, yeah, no, sit in Dwight's yeah. room, you know, lock and listen to Easy Street for for yep. fucking uh, two weeks, then yep. watch this season again. Seriously, give me the Sand Snakes doing Greek tragedy oh, monologues. Give me the Sand Snakes. Yeah, give us all of the Sand Snakes. Deliver them to that door. For having to have watched this season, you owe me yeah. sand snakes. Dorn wins. Exactly. Dorn wins. So on that note, everyone, thank you so much for joining us this season of The Walking Dead. We will be back. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please subscribe uh, to the main feed so you can get all of the Fill the Issues Guy podcasts. Or subscribe to the Walking Dead feed for all of our Walking Dead stuff when the season comes back. We'll also be doing a lot of Game of Thrones coverage. Better Call Stall starts on Monday. Uh, a couple of other shows we'll be talking about, bringing back a weekly roundup of sorts at some point as well. So we can talk about some random shows. We're going to keep Sunday nights going as much as we can. But the next stream that we'll be doing will be this Saturday night, a couple of nights from now. Joe and I, probably around 6, 7, 7 o'clock, 7 o'clock? Seven o'clock? Yeah. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Around seven seven o'clock, seven thirty, we will be doing a live watch in the other room of Spaceballs. Joe and I, maybe we'll have some other guests, but definitely Joe and I. And uh yeah, it'll be fun. That's a request by Heath Hinton. I'm really excited. I haven't seen Spaceballs in a long time. Me either. So uh so yes, every- We had to we literally, in order to find a copy of it on DVD, we had to comb the desert. We had to comb the desert. We were out there. And then we, we got the Spaceballs DVD, so now we can see what yes, happened. Yes, at the end. Yeah. We were, we, were, we were watching, but there we also found the Fill the Issues guy uh DVD and we saw how this podcast ended before it ended, so we knew the exact right time to do it. <laughs> so So everybody, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us today. And uh if you have any questions, please email me at I got issues man at gmail.com any requests insults whatever you can follow me on twitter at i got issues man follow joe at dirty locks please subscribe to dirty issues gaming to see joe and i do some gaming videos and also see taka having some fun and running rampant on that motherfucker and everybody you guys in the live motherfucking chat al red sox fans for jumping on
coming on in. Gonna say huge thanks to a Mad Al Russell fan. Analysis, Av, Brooke Blackman, Chance, Sin for her first time here in the live chat, Sin. E. Martinez, Edward, E. Girl, uh, Gone, Iron Throne, Sylvia, Timo, Ren, your mom, all the other people that joined us today. Huge fucking group in the live chat on a, on a, on a just, uh, what is this, a Wednesday afternoon. So it's really awesome to have you guys. Things like this make me want to stream more and more. You guys are amazing. Have a good night. Peace. We will talk to you guys soon. Love you too, Walking David. Feel better, my friend. And uh, it's time for me too. It's time for Joe too. Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> oh, wow. The music is all fucked up. We're... There we go. Here we go. Let that, let that motherfucker out. And now's the music. Bye, everybody. Shadow wave a bit the mystery. Grieving your sin when you're waiting in your hope. Shifting in your wish in your mind too cold.